Welcome to the Victory Art Podcast. Here, we bring together industry experts and inspiring artists from Central and Eastern Europe to give you a glimpse into the art world. Hi everybody, uh, my name is Victoria Pikowska and I'm the founder of Victory Art and today I'm here with Matteo uh, Pate from uh, PX who is going to talk about data analytics and how art industry is connected with it. So Matteo, welcome. I'm really glad that we can have uh, this discussion about this super interesting topic, extremely interesting topic, uh, which to be honest i'm personally passionate about so that's why i'm so excited to have you here Matteo, can you shortly introduce yourself yes thank you very much victoria i totally agree that it's a super exciting and extremely actual topic talking about data in general but especially for something we both are extremely passionate about which is the art and its market so my name is Matteo. And I currently work for PyX, which is a London-based company, authorized financial broker-dealer, who delivers uh, innovative financial tools and solutions for all our market stakeholders. Specifically, I'm in charge of the, I'm part of the research team, uh, leveraging all of the research we do with the rest of the team. Before joining PyX a year and a half ago, I graduated in economics and worked for a private bank in Milan for some months. Eventually, I moved to London, where I, where I took a master at Christie's. And after, I worked for Christie's for, for some months as well before joining PyX. And now I'm delighted to be here to present some of our findings and enlarge the discussion to data and its benefits with you, Victoria. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, uh, Matteo, for introduction. And thank you for actually joining. Uh, right now, I would love to ask you, how is art connected with data analytics? It seems uh, like something what cannot be connected. But how, how is it possible you're doing this? I mean, sky is the limit when you have the will. <laughs> but uh, joking apart, uh, when uh, we think about art, we need to make a first distinction. I mean, because art can be seen, art is something that enlightens us, inspires us, and uh, someone more famous than me said is uh, a line around our thoughts. And so when, uh, when we think about art, we can definitely uh, and immediately associate to the uh, value of the art itself, which is its aesthetic, its historical, its contextual, its uh, its value from uh, from its artistic perspective. But there is also another kind of value that can be extrapolated from from the art, which is the trade value, which is something absolutely complementary. And what do I mean by trade value? So when something unique, which like an artwork, is sold for whatever reason, it generates a trade, and so there is a market for this trade. We can can talk about uh, data in the art market when we can see an exchange and so evidences of this trade. And the places when, in which this, uh, this exchange happen between the various stakeholders are mainly two. One is the private side and one is the public side. Of course, uh, uh, as the, the name suggests, the private side is extremely difficult to track because by private side, for example, are you and I, Victoria, that sell 
to each other an artwork or dealers who make uh, uh, sales to other collectors. And this is a side which is extremely difficult to assess, maybe not meaningful running an analysis because uh, it's so hidden that uh, it's, uh, it's experimental. But on the other side, the public one, so what the transactions that happen in, in the light of the sun where everybody can access, for example, like an auction room, uh, there can be run some analysis because there is a consistency in the reporting and there is completeness. What I mean by this? I mean that uh, we can record auctions, we can look at auctions, we can watch auctions when they happen because they are public. Public means that can be accessed by everybody. So in case you don't have, you have some spare time and an auction room close to your place, you can jump in and uh, see how the, the trade goes. And why are those important? Because, uh, because when there is a sale between a seller and a buyer, there are two sides. One is the supply and one is the demand. So, and where do they meet when their expectations are aligned on the on the trade value, which is the price? So, to conclude, um, to conclude my answer, I say that trade data. Uh, when we look at the trade data of art, is it possible to run meaningful analysis and look at the various sides of of the market? Mm, that's really exciting, and uh, can be actually emotional purchase as uh, as art based on regional patterns? Well, this is, a, <laughs> this is a very tricky question, but the answer is absolutely yes. Because um, again, there is a, a word that I already used before is complementarity. Rational data can be complementary to an emotional purchase. They can be complementary because when we have rational data, our experience in buying art can be enhanced, can be uh, more safe and can be, yeah, they are complementary. Complementary because uh, rational data can really drive our emotions in the financial market for and just to give you an idea of how important the emotional side is in also in quantitative worlds uh, recent nobel prizes was won by kahneman who was a psychologist so uh, with with his uh, theories on with his theories so even if, in the, if in, they do in the financial world, they absolutely can be done in the art world. But let's see, let's see how. I mean, the concept is that data doesn't kill emotion. It, it helps to avoid mistakes. Data helps us in, in, the, in, this, in this amazing journey of, uh, of, of art. Let's see how. Uh, data and, uh, as, as you call, the rational data can, can really help... Uh, all of our market stakeholders in creating the right context for uh, uh, for everybody for all, for all of the art ecosystem and another important word i'd like to mention now is the role of expectations and especially alignment of expectations when we mention about the the auctions let's say we when there is a sale when there is a sale, so when an artwork is effectively sold, it means that the buyers and the seller agreed on the same price, agreed on the price. So it means that uh, the seller, the expectations of the seller that had in, in his mind a certain price were met by, the, by, a, by a buyer who was willing to put the amount of money for the, for the artwork that, uh, that the seller was offering. And how can... Um, 
can uh, can be so at which stage of this amazing journey our uh, data can help in helping the seller setting to the right price and helping the buyers in helping in in setting the right expectation of purchase so setting for example the right budget in very practical terms so not to overpay and and the seller to set, for example, the uh, reasonable reserve price. The reserve price at auction is is when uh, is the minimum price at which an artwork will be sold. Otherwise, it will be unsold, bought in, or passed. Those are technical terms to say just unsold. And so, for uh, so to pay a fair price and uh, uh, to sell at. Uh, to sell, also to sell for sure, because one of the biggest issues in the art market is liquidity. Liquidity means uh, that. Uh, the, the artwork can be easily sold and so generate, transform uh, your artwork into uh, effective uh, uh, money, into effective money. And uh, so it, data doesn't kill emotionality. It brings, certainty, it brings certainty, for example, about the past and leveraging on meaningful analysis, meaningful analysis, uh, there can it, it creates a win-win situation, a win-win context for all of the art market stakeholders. Okay, that's really exciting to hear. And um, during our first call, you mentioned a very interesting thing to me, which I want to as well mention right now. And that was that uh, we were discussing different topics, uh, but. Uh, one of those topics where uh, whether data out there are real about art market. So right now you can see, uh, you know, like uh, prices going sky high, sales sky high, even nowadays during coronavirus situation and uh, auction houses are claiming that everything is great. Uh, art market uh, and small galleries are claiming that it's, uh, that it's not that well. So what, is our data out there real or how can we know if they're real? Yeah, that's a very interesting and relevant and on-point question, Victoria, because uh, uh, it's everywhere that is written that the art market is booming here, is booming there. And, uh, uh, well, let's go gradually. So the first good news, I believe, is that there is data on the art market which is available. Because sometimes when you think about when we think about your market, the first uh, you know image you, it bumps to your to your head is oh my gosh it's a shady market it's a handshake business uh, everything is done uh, in the you know in some private members club rooms in the very very hidden actually there is market in, the, in there is data on the art market and so some uh, consideration and trends can be extrapolated on that. Uh, where, as we mentioned, in the public world, so at auctions. The auction, the auction side is the most transparent area of the market. Then, once we establish that there is available data, it comes the second layer that uh, answers to your question. If those there are market data are real. For being real, yes, are real, because they are there, they are numbers, so they are not uh, holograms or, no, <laughs> or uh, you know, intangible things. But as a... As an, analyst, as an analyst, we need to have the responsibility of questioning ourselves about the quality of this data. So not only about the quantity. And in this specific kind of market, quantity doesn't go along with quality. So in this market, talking about uh, big data, uh, 
yeah, it's a bit uh, it's a bit tricky. I would rather talk about smart data, and I'm saying so because uh, from from the quality of your input depends the quality of your output, which means that if you do, if you are not sure, not I'm not saying a hundred, a thousand percent of the of the uh, raw material, let me call it this bad way, but raw material you have, you cannot uh, uh, expect to have uh, an amazing uh, outcome of your analysis. And this is translated, uh, what, does it, what do I mean by uh, amazing outcome? Amazing outcome is, a, is an analysis that reflects what actually is going on in the market. So reports which are really meaningful and representative of the market. One thing, I mean, the R market is uh, extremely fascinating also because of its problematics. One is for sure these uh, difficulties in communication. Because as you, say, as you mentioned right now, uh, the, it is written that the market is booming. Actually, the market is struggling. The market is struggling. The market is correlated to the financial world because uh, people who invest in the in the financial world are also the one who realistically have the capabilities of investing in the R market. So there are the narrative which is written, which is written on articles or anywhere, is sometimes not. Uh, not representative of the effective health of state of the market. So that's why it is important to have uh, uh, a very solid and strong methodology for, um, for talking about the data in the R market. But let's think also about uh, what's happening uh, right now with COVID. With COVID, uh, if it wasn't for the availability of, uh, of data, governments would not be able to assess their policies. And so they rely on, uh, on, on, on data for, uh, for driving their actions. In a similar fashion, if we, if we want a sustainable and uh, uh, a sustainable and growing our market in, in the long term, we need to create this culture of uh, sharing, not being uh, secretive about, uh, oh, I have my, my data and I keep it for myself. It's an insider one. No, let's, let's, let's be open. And as, as they do in the scientific community, be open with other researchers, share, share and talk about. But so which are the features of a, of a, of a meaningful data? There are essentially three. The data must be correct, standardized and exhaustive. If, uh, because if they are not correct, well, if, if you report uh, 16 and the price actually was 10, okay, you screw the complete sample. If they, if they are not standardized, one times I take apples, one times I take pears, and I cannot really compare them together. And a very concrete example in the, for the R market is that sometimes analysis uh, are inclusive of the buyer's premium, which, which are the commissions that auction house take, and sometimes not. And they change every, usually every couple of years, they always go upward. So in order to, let's say, imagine them as a, as a the data, the data, the pure data as a cake, as the base of a cake. If any time you add a layer, like say a topping of caramel, of chocolate or whatever, and this accrues, if, if then you need to look at how effectively this cake is made, uh, if you don't consider about these additional layers, you compare different things. And this, uh, this does not give you the answer to, you, to your questions. 
and means to be exhaustive. It needs to be complete. So you need to have the entire view of what's going on. And uh, I can bring you a ex- uh, very simple example. Everybody of us can go to the major auction house websites to see, for example, how the uh, how the result of uh, this this week uh, of major auctions in New York, for example, went. And because it's the public available uh, starting point for any analysis. You go to the to the web page of the of the auction and see there will be a price list. A price list is a synthetic document in which is written on a, all of the achieved price for every lot. But there you will notice that there are some uh, disappearing ones, some ghosting effects lots. Because uh, for example, they are not reported. They are not reported uh, they are not reported, and it might mean because sometimes they are withdrawn. But most in most of the cases, it means that those lots are unsold. So it means that the expectations of the sellers were not aligned with expectation of the buyer. So the artwork was not sold. And so you understand that if we only see the side of the market which always go well, and we never see uh, the the botines, for example. Uh, is uh, is not reliable, the analysis and especially the conclusions. And finally, the very final point is the narrative that is spoken, that is told to perspect- maybe perspective buyers, maybe future buyers. And having a, a wrong perception of what's going on is absolutely detrimental. Because uh, say that we want to enter uh, as a newcomers into this amazing market as a young professionals, when we have some the capital, we hear that, oh, yeah, the art market is always great. There is a huge possibility for amazing return, investments here and there. And so we, we, we allocate some of our, uh, our money, earn with a lot of effort to, the, to, this, uh, to this market. Also, not only for its aesthetic value, but also for its uh, uh, financial financial one, uh, because maybe one day this artwork may appreciate, and from the that I uh, from the resale I can buy another artist, or I can have a nice holiday, or I don't know whatever reason. So we put we allocate some amount of money, and remember when we earn our money is our effort. So by naming our money, we know how much at stake there is, especially with, with newcomers, especially with newcomers. So we, we allocate some money and then one day we need to sell for whatever reason. And we discovered that maybe this artist on which we was highly praised, uh, it was not uh, assessed correctly. And so we are not able to sell. And so we are disappointed. And from disappointment, we don't want to be involved anymore in this market. And so the market shrinks, shrinks, shrinks until it doesn't. Of course, it's an extremely pessimistic scenario. But uh, if instead there is a culture of uh, uh, openness, of transparency and effective awareness of the situation of the market is, uh, is a win-win for, for everybody. Mm. So we need okay. to be very careful in analyzing uh, the data out there. And how can I, as an upcoming art buyer, leverage Datel's EX? Well, by speaking the same language. I mean, as PyX, we want, we really want to. We have a very ambitious mission to talk a new language in the art market. We don't, uh, we don't aim to 
to say our data are the data in the R market, are the best one. You have to take them as a, as a commandment. No, we just want to create this new culture of uh, let's talk it about it, let's discuss. As every language, at first it takes it takes time to understand, but once you understand, but once you uh, you get into tune with a lot of exercise and uh, and patience, uh, the results will be amazing. So uh, we provide reports which are simple visual graphics. Uh, at extremely accessible uh, prices, or also we can you can leverage our data by reading our blog, our articles, videos like this interview, or the recent series of Pyx data breaks I launched some months ago, where I interview two extremely uh, senior uh, professionals to ask a comment on current state of the market, less than ten minutes video. I mean, there are many, many ways. And so after, so for example, we have, uh, we say we have reports that, that look at macro, meso and micro level, even Antarctic level. We create our own uh, index, which can be used as a starting point for running uh, other analysis, but also since we are a regulated uh, company as the basis for innovative financial solutions. So effectively investments. Mm -hmm. And uh, so in, in this way, by talking, by sharing, by promoting, by being open, by reaching out, mm. I mean, for any doubt, really, I'm extremely available and I look forward also hearing uh, mm. out from you, from, uh, from anyone, really. So bring in, getting involved and enchanted, enchanted. So we want to enlighten people. That's nice. I love uh, I love the mission of our company because art market has uh, or actually art industry has a very bad reputation of being extremely uh, not transparent industry and sector and I love the fact that there is a company who is really like bringing light and like real insight based on uh, based on data the real data. Uh, Matteo, where can people get in touch with you? They can uh, reach me out on LinkedIn at Matteo Pace or uh, via email at uh, mpace at pyx.co or uh, with you, Victor, you have all of my details and uh, uh, yeah, pretty simple. Okay. <laughs> Nowadays <laughs> with all of this uh, uh, technology, we can really uh, be closer regardless the distance. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much, Matteo, for uh, sharing with us this important knowledge and bringing uh, into light more of the connection of data and art industry. Thank you very Hi. much, Victoria, for uh, having me. And I look forward to uh, discussing with you soon many other insights on this Definitely. amazing market. Definitely. Have a nice day. And you. <laughs>